Hello, beautiful friends. Welcome back to the podcast. Today, I want to talk about entrepreneurship and anxiety. Now, I feel like I need to have a disclosure at the beginning of this episode. I am not a medical professional and I am not here to give you medical advice of any kind. I am just here sharing my story, what has worked for me, what uh, allows me to help support my clients in this way. But I will tell you right now, if you are having uh, an anxiety situation that's happening, I before anything else, I recommend that you get medical help, you see uh, the right therapist, psychiatrist, doctors, whatever you need to really support you through this process in addition to this podcast. I just want you to give yourself all the tools that you need and this is only part of the process, especially when it comes to something as serious and uh, something that can be as debilitating as anxiety can. Um, but I want to share with you my, a little bit about my own journey with anxiety that I didn't even realize was happening in the time, in the moment. And by the moment, I mean the, the more the peak seasons of my anxiety. Um, but I, I never identified as an anxious person, but I now know in, in reflecting in my childhood and doing a lot of work around that, that I was dealing with a lot. I've dealt with a lot of anxiety in my life and I just didn't know how to channel it and process it. And so what I'm going to share with you is a lot of just kind of what I learned along the way, tips and tricks that have really tangibly helped me. And, um, in putting them out there, I just hope that at least one of them or some of them can help you too. And if nothing else, it could just help you on your journey in some way. So, um, but my own personal story, like I said, it's, 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 I've not been, you know, diagnosed with anxiety per se, but I, um, Um, Well, I have it. I was at some point. But um, like I said, in my childhood, it was very much um, in reflecting. I know that I dealt with a lot of anxiety that I internalized, basically. And when I was 17 years old, I ended up getting um, a mysterious illness, getting inexplicably sick for nearly a decade. And throughout that specific journey, I started recognizing that a lot of what I was dealing with and my flare-ups in that illness were because of anxiety and not just negative anxiety, right? Not just like uh, my boyfriend broke up with me or I broke up with my boyfriend or whatever, like like negative stuff like that that you're dealing with in high school and college. Anybody else? Um, but it was also really positive things like my high school graduation. It was like really think like things that I was supposed to be celebrating that makes you, that make you excited, anxious that would trigger me too. So anxiety was just really all like from that period, from like 17 to my mid twenties, it was like, I heard so many times, so many doctors, you know, tell me that I was anxious and you guys, I got put on a ton of meds for it. Did any of them help me? No. So I have been really just starting to become more aware of anxious thoughts and feelings um, in the last you know, 15 years of my life. And I specifically want to talk about entrepreneurship and anxiety today because I thought I had my, quote, anxiety managed, and then I became an entrepreneur. And it started getting crazy again in a different way. It wasn't my old mysterious illness that I've really gotten a grasp on. But I basically cured myself, but I started to experience these thoughts again and these feelings again. And also when I had my first child and my second child and, you know, being in the postpartum phase and, you know, really building a a six figure Amazon business in that season of life too, like a lot of anxiety started coming up and I started going back into my old habits of suppressing it. And then all it does is just rear its ugly head again. And so 
I was thinking about how I could share with you some really tangible things that have worked for me over the years in just talking about my anxiety and managing it and just developing practices to help me uh, deal with it. I don't mean deal with it like put it away, but just help me navigate it in a way that doesn't um, paralyze me or debilitate me or overwhelm me or stop me too. It's something that allows me to experience it and talk to it. And also to move through it. And so it, when you start your own business, you're doing it because you really, really want something. You're doing it because you really want something different in your life, right? You want a different path. You want to make different choices. You want to have different things. You want to experience amazing, incredible things that maybe you don't get to experience now. It's coming from a really deep place. And when things, when you're taking action on something that's coming from a place of like, oh my God, I'm supposed to do something amazing with my life and I'm not technically able to do that now. And by amazing, I mean, you know, have the freedom, have the, the tra- you know, travel, you know, have the time with your kids, you know, not have to uh, worry about your spouse being fired from his corporate job because he takes time off when you have your baby, your second child, because that's what happened to me. Um, and not, didn't just happen to me, it happened to our family. And so, it comes from such a deep place and that's where a lot of anxiety can come up because you just want to make it work yesterday. You just, once you realize that you want it, you're like, I want it like a year ago, right? Like I don't want to wait for it. And so in having to build it and having to, you know, kind of really intentionally take action and build your business, you're going to, a lot of anxiety is going to come up from you for you. Even if you're not technically an anxious person, there's just going to be a lot of moments where you're like, Oh my gosh, why isn't this working? Why am I not getting these clients? Why, why can't I sell this thing that I, that I know is amazing and that I know people want and need, but they're not buying it. Right. And so I just want to like share with you a question that I started asking myself, um, and it was after I had heard like variations of it in different places, in different books and in different spaces. And I don't even remember where I heard it all, like in these different, but it was in in different ways. Um, but it, it was asking me to take responsibility. Like I just felt this pull in my life to start taking responsibility for my anxious thoughts and to stop blaming them on like, oh, this is just a part of who I am. Um, or, you know, oh, this is just a part of me my story. Like this is just a part of my life. Right. Like, especially when I was sick for 10 years, it was like, oh, I, I just have anxiety. That's why I'm sick. I just can't process my anxiety. So I'm just getting sick and that's just what's happening. I'm just going to ride this out until I get better. And then the next one hits, right? That's just kind of what I was doing for a while. And then I decided that I was tired of that. And I decided that I wanted to take my power back and I wanted to take responsibility for what was happening specifically in my head and then from there in my body. So I started asking myself how I was choosing to be anxious because so much of my anxiety was and still is, can be, if I'm not intentional about it, and I'm going to share more on how to become more intentional about it, um, so much of it was this like choice that I was making because of a story that was playing in my head, right? A story that I was anxious, a story that this was just how my body handled things. This was just how I handled things because of all the things that have happened to me in my life. And I was like, no, I'm sick of that story. So how can I choose a different story? So how do I, how do I choose anxiety? How do I make choices every day, specifically in the conversations with myself and in my actions that contribute to my anxiety? And that at first was really uncomfortable because it's, I think that we just want to blame something. It's like, we want to blame things and people. And, um, 
I, I personally have spent a lot of my life trying to blame people for things, maybe not even like outwardly and openly, but in my head, I'm like, oh, well, it's not this way. I can't do this because of this. I can't do this because of this. Or, you know, as a parent, I'm sure other parents listening to this, like you want to blame your spouse when shit hits the fan, your kids are screaming at 5 PM because they, you know, haven't napped or they're hungry or whatever. You just want to like take it out on somebody else, right? That's blaming. So I started asking myself, like, how was I making choices that contributed to my anxiety? Um, and I'm going to share more about habits in a second, but specifically like, you know, I wasn't, you know, um, exercising. It's something that I know that I really need to feel the healthiest in my head. Um, but specifically the way that I first started doing this was in conversations with myself. And I recognized the conversation that I mentioned before that was playing in my head around, oh, I'm just, I'm just wired for anxiety, right? I'm just wired for anxiety. Like I'm an anxious person. I've always been this way. I was, I've been, you know, holding anxiety in my body for years. So of course it's coming out. And of course I don't know how to process it. I don't know how to process my anxiety. That was another story that I was playing in my head. That was another conversation that was happening really frequently. And so I just started to write all these down and to take note of them and to like pay attention to how they were making me feel. And I was like, not good. This doesn't feel good. I want this to be different. So how can this be different? Right. Um, and so from there I started asking myself, like I hinted to a minute ago and my, like my habits, like what are my habits like that are helping me choose anxiety? What are the habits that are contributing to my anxiety? And at the time when I was asking myself these questions, I wasn't working out regularly. I wasn't meditating. I wasn't spending enough time in nature. Right now I'm closing my door because my family just got home. And they're probably going to want to bang on my door in a second. But I just don't want to get disturbed. (laughs) But this is real life, guys. Um, But I, I just started, like, asking myself, well, what can I do? Like, what actions can I take to help me choose something different than anxiety? And I knew that exercise was one of those things. So what I did in this season of my life is I started, this was before I had kids, before I met my husband, it was when I had no friends and I was just coming out of like this crazy season of getting off all the drugs and just finding myself again. But I still had the story of anxiety. Like I still had the story of like, oh, if I get too excited or if I get too upset, like I'm going to get anxious and I'm going to have one of these attacks again. And it was like, no, you can go every single day and you can spend time in nature and you can move your body and you can go hike Torrey Pines. Anybody in Southern California, that's like one of the prettiest spots in San Diego. I would do that. And so as I became an entrepreneur, I freaking, I hold on to this like it is my lifeline because it is. Because it's a choice I can make every day that doesn't go along with the story of anxiety. So a lot of people ask me, like, how do you stay so committed to fitness and working out? And, you know, you're a mom of two, you're pregnant with your third, you're running a business, you're doing all these things because I know what the story is if I don't do it. I know how I feel if I don't do it. And it's not good. And I don't want to feel not good. So it's a very easy choice. Very easy. It's not hard for me to make that choice at all. So I want want you to start thinking about your habits that you're doing or not doing every single day, do they help you alleviate your anxiety or are they contributing to it? So exercise is a habit that will alleviate it. 
the right kind of exercise. Everybody needs something different too, right? In any given day, week, month, uh, women, you might need different types of exercise depending on the week of the month, depending on your cycle. That's a whole nother conversation for another day. But like if exercise will alleviate your anxiety, 100%, even if it's just a walk, there are studies to prove that by the way legit like scientific if you're a scientific person and you need the you need the proof there's proof I promise you an example of a habit that might contribute to your anxiety as an entrepreneur specifically overconsumption scrolling social media those are very tangible things that a lot of us myself included can really easily get sucked into that will contribute to your anxiety like the comparison the looking at what everybody else is doing way too much that will, that will make you real anxious, real big time. Uh, for me, uh, meditating, journaling, time in nature, those are all habits that really help me alleviate it. And I've identified those habits because I tried them on and I was like, oh, this works, this feels good. And even though there's not enough time in every single day to do all of those things perfectly for the, the, the perfect amount of time, I set the intention to do those things as often as I can. And when I feel anxiety creeping in, when I feel myself slipping from that grounded place that I love to be at, that helps me serve the hell out of people and helps me show up for my kids and myself and my husband and my clients and my friends. When I feel that slipping, I check in with these things. I'm like, oh, and have I, when's the last time I meditated or got quiet or journaled or, you know, did something in nature or went for a hike or, you know, changed up my energy, like went on an adventure, right? That could just be a walk in a different space. Those are the things that help me alleviate my anxiety. So when I feel my anxiety creeping back up, I tap into those things that I know that help me alleviate it. And this is a choice, you guys. You're not always going to want to do it. There's not always going to be time to do it. You're going to think it's too much. You're going to think you're being a pain in the ass. You're going to think that like, oh my, but I'm just, my house is going to be messy. The laundry's not going to be done. Oh my gosh. I'm staring at like three piles of laundry right now. Because honestly, recording a podcast episode is one of those things too. It's work. It's part of my work, my business, but it really helps me get thoughts and stuff, energy flowing through my body and sharing with my people and connecting with you guys. And that helps me alleviate my anxiety because I'm not sitting here thinking about all these things in these ways that I want to connect with you and things that I want to share with you and things that you've asked me about and they're not coming out. So this is something too right now that I'm doing right now that helps me alleviate my anxiety. So just start checking in with your habits. Do your daily habits in the big scheme, in the macro of your life, do your daily habits help you alleviate your anxiety? And where can you add in better habits Food. Oh my gosh, you guys, food. I don't even know how I forgot to mention that one. That is so big time. When I am eating like shit for me, which it does, I mean, I'm those of you who know me in real life, I'm very strict about what I eat. Um, but I'm not like, I do like things I eat other, like I eat like gluten-free treats and I eat more sugar and whatever, right? Like I'm a human being. And when I eat more sugar, even if it's good sugar, quote, good sugar, or even if it's like gluten-free, whatever, or dairy-free, all the things. If I don't, if I'm not careful, I will start feeling more anxious because my diet is not what it needs to be, what I know it needs to be for me to not feel as anxious, right? So checking in with all these things, all these things that everybody tells you about, and a lot of times we resist so hard because it feels difficult or challenging or it takes more time to, to implement or practice or prepare for or just to fit in. Check in with those things. Check in with your daily habits, including your conversations with yourself. 
The next one is really, really good, and it's been really big for me. Um, I mentioned that at the time that I started implementing habits to alleviate my anxiety, I had no friends, and it was probably a good thing that I had no friends at that point because I didn't know what kind of friends I wanted in my life. I literally had like two friends. I'm not going to say I had no friends. I had two friends. They're probably listening. One of them I know listens to my podcast, and like that was everything. I literally had no friends. Um, and it was good. I was in a season of transition in my life. Like I said, I didn't know what kind of friends I wanted to have, but I want you to check in if you're having anxiety as an entrepreneur, somebody who's building a business, somebody with a dream, with a vision, with goals that wants to make it happen and just is really like wanting to know how to make it happen. I want you to ask yourself, your tribe, your friends, the people you hang out with regularly, do they make you feel anxious in any way? And this doesn't necessarily have to be as it pertains to your business. It could be in motherhood. Are you hanging out with people that don't make you feel super connected and that maybe judge you or you just don't feel safe, right, in that space as a mom with your kids and all that? It could be friends from before you started a business that it could be somebody who blatantly just is like, I don't understand why you have a business. I don't really get that. It could be your family members that you're hanging out with. The people that you hang out regularly with, do they make you feel anxious in any way? Do they talk about the news and all the bad things that are happening in the world? Oh, another habit, daily habit, just real quick. You know, watching the news for me is just not a healthy thing for my anxiety. And I've really recognized that doesn't mean I don't stay up to date. Doesn't mean I don't stay with the important current events. Right. But I pick and choose where and how I absorb those. That's just another one that I think is really important too, but your tribe specifically coming back to your tribe. Do they make you feel anxious? Do they judge you in any way? Do they judge any part of your life? Do you feel like you need to fit into a mold around them? Do you feel like you can't be fully yourself showing up as yourself? Again, not always in entrepreneurship. Could be as like a spouse, as a wife. Like does your your tribe, do they like to complain about their husbands? And does that give you anxiety? Because then you think about all the things that your husband annoys you with and you're just getting sucked down this like comparison spiral, right? Do they support you? Do they, does it feel like you're supported when you're with them? And here's the thing. They don't have to get it completely. They don't have to be like, rah, rah, like your business is amazing. I support you. I know what you're doing. I totally get it. Oh my gosh. You're like, they don't have to be that person for you, but you need to feel safe when you're around your tribe members, your friends. And I know we've all heard the saying, like you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. It's true. You guys, it's 100% true. So if you're looking around at your friends, it doesn't mean you have to throw away the friendship. You just have to be really intentional about how much time you're spending with those people. And you have to be really intentional about calling in people that can really elevate you and make you feel supported and hanging out with those people more often. So you might have a couple people in your tribe right now that you're hanging out with a lot, but you're recognizing that they're not like really contributing to lessening your anxiety. They're really contributing to your anxiety and doesn't mean you have to like call it out and be like, you contribute to my anxiety. I can't be friends with you, but like maybe just hang out with them half as much and see how you feel. Or maybe just when you go hang out with them, 
understand there's only certain conversations you can engage in and then certain other conversations that they bring up you can just walk away from or you can just kind of like distance yourself or create the space you're gonna have to figure this out as you go you guys and there might be friends that you just have to like stop hanging out with because you don't feel you feel anxious when you're around them and that's not good that's contributing to your your big picture anxiety So again, that's just, this is going to have to be something you play around with. Like stop hanging out with certain people. Notice how you feel. If you feel better, probably good to like continue with that pattern, right? And you don't even have to call it out. It can just be a really natural evolution. It can be a natural separation or distance. It doesn't have to be a big thing. You don't probably shouldn't call it out. But just get to know how you feel around your tribe members and do they contribute to your anxiety. That could be a really big one for you. I know it was a really, really big one for me. And it's been a big one for me in a lot of different seasons of my life, too. Even before I, I had kids, before I was an entrepreneur, before I was a spouse. Like, in reflecting, I'm like, oh, yeah. When I was, like, 12 and I had that one friend, you know, that person made me feel anxious. So just start to notice your relationships. And the last thing I want to share with you, this is, I've talked about this before, but I have to talk about it again because it's been so powerful for me as an entrepreneur, is what I call the no-stop method. It's very simple, very basic. I wish I had a better, fancier term for it. But basically, it's when you are recognizing thoughts and conversations that are playing in your head around anxiety, like specifically the conversations that help you choose anxiety. When you recognize those thoughts that you don't want to have, that don't serve you, you tell them, no, stop. And they're going to want to keep playing in your head because you've been playing them in your head for years, probably. But you just keep telling them, no, stop. And then you choose a different thought. No, stop. You choose a different thought. I started doing this on my own when I had what I now know was definitely postpartum anxiety, which is with my daughter, my second, my daughter. When my daughter was born, my husband lost his job. He was fired from his job six weeks later. And we just went full-time all in on our side business, on our Amazon business. And I... I put my blinders on and I went and that was my that was my survival in that moment but in reflection I oh I constantly had thoughts of anxiety around all the things going wrong like my kids, my marriage, my life, um, our business, our livelihood, all the things but I literally kept my blinders on and I kept going and that was how I coped in that moment but what I started to do because I was so sick and tired of at nighttime at night I would be laying in my bed finally probably like the first time in the day that I would like really get to just fully relax my body. And I would have these thoughts, like I said, of all these things going wrong, all these fears playing in my head around all the things going wrong with all the people in my life and my family and our, our, our business and all of that. And I was so sick of these, th- these thoughts playing in my head when I was falling asleep. And I would just, I finally just started to say, no, stop. And sometimes I said it out loud. I ended up starting, I said, I started to say it out loud during the day when I was like, you know, with my kids and whatever, I would literally say no, stop. But at night, I would just, in my head, I would close my eyes and I would say, no, stop. And then the thought would try to come in again. And I would say, no, stop. And I'd probably do it like 10 or 15 times in the beginning until I fell asleep. But I was setting that boundary as I was falling asleep. Like, no, this is not a space that this happens. This is my quiet space. I want this to be quiet, peaceful time. And what ended up happening is that over time, I would say it just a few times and then I'd end up falling asleep. And it wouldn't keep playing and playing and playing. It wouldn't keep trying to press back in when I said no. And then... 
sooner sooner that rather than later like eventually it was just it would like the thought would come in or a thought would come in like crazy horrible thought would come in and I would just say no stop and it would leave and it wouldn't come back it wouldn't even try because it knew that I was not messing around it knew that I was serious and honestly as I'm sitting here thinking about this you guys I don't even remember the last time that happened when I was falling asleep but it still happens like throughout the day like there are so many like thoughts that I get throughout the day and I use this strategy all the time every single day when it comes to my personal life, when it comes to my professional life, when I, when I recognize a thought coming into my head that's like coming from a fear or coming from nowhere basically, or even when it's coming from a place of like a past quote failure, I just, if, if I know it's not serving me and my mission and my vision to do what I want to do in my life and in my business, I just say no stop. And basically what you're doing when you're doing the no stop method is you're saying like, how can I choose differently in this moment? Like, no stop. And sometimes it's really helpful to replace it with a different conversation. Like, no stop. I choose this. And it's going to seem silly, and you're not going to want to do it. Your sick, twisted brain is going to want to come back in and be like, no, no, but I want this dark thought to creep back in. I want the fear to creep back in. I want this irrational shit show to, like, keep going down in your head. And you're just going to say, no stop. And I'm going to choose this thought. What if this is possible? What if I can do this? No, stop, I can do this. Even that is just such a different energy behind it than the fear, right? And it could also be an action, right? If you're like working or if you're, you know, doing something and these thoughts are coming in, these thoughts are coming in, these thoughts are coming in, change up your where you're at. Change your energy. Go for a walk. Take your kids for a walk. Go for a drive. Go to a different park. Go to wherever it is that you can go that's different. Change your energy. So it might be a conversation in that moment that can help you redirect your your your, um, your anxious feelings, or you might have to actually like turn on a song and have a dance party. I'm really big on that too. Something to just shake things up, do something different and to get yourself out of that spiral that your subconscious is going to want to take you down because again, it's sick and twisted. So the no stop method, that's one of my favorite, favorite things to do as an entrepreneur, um, and as a mom and as a human freaking being, you guys, like it, this will serve you wherever you're at in whatever way anxiety is trying to creep in. It will really, really help you. So I hope this was helpful. I hope that at least some of this resonated with you. If you are an entrepreneur running a business, building a business with a massive vision, with all of these goals and dreams and this possibility at your fingertips and you're just like wondering how you're going to do it all and anxiety feels like it's just trying to continuously get in the way. Again, if you need medical attention for your anxiety, please, please seek out the professionals for it. I am not a medical professional. I am just somebody who's lived this. I am somebody who's experienced so many anxious stories and things and really debilitating things, you guys, really debilitating things, things that landed me in the hospital for years, things that landed me on 10 plus medications for years, including tranquilizers. So I've been there. I've walked this path. I've dealt with this. I've navigated this. I'm still dealing with it and navigating it. But so much of it is, for a lot of us, it's choices, right? And if you're listening to this and any of it's resonating with you, implement that into your life today, right now. And see what happens. And tag me on Instagram if you can experience some sort of shift from any of these tips. At Rochelle Bohannon. 
join my Facebook group. Let's have a conversation about what anxiety, like what's coming up for you around, around anxiety and how you can move through it and how you can take your power back, even if it's a tiny, 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 tiny bit of power. It might not feel like a lot, but over time it will compound. And that's what it's done for me. And that's why I'm sharing all of this here with you. I love you all. Thank you so much for giving me the space to be vulnerable and to share my stories with you here. This is honestly, this is not something I ever thought I would talk about. I am somebody who loves and has taken pride in my entire life around being strong and resilient. And there is a time and a place for that. But there's also a time and a place to be like, dude, I've freaking, I've suffered, right? Like this is, this has made me feel crazy. It's made me feel like things were impossible. It's made me feel like I was not good enough. It has made me feel judged. It has made me feel insecure and lost and lonely. And I want you to know that you don't have to be any of those things here. You can be so supported here, especially when it comes to anxiety and entrepreneurship. I love you all. And we will chat again soon. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. I hope that this message was exactly what you needed and fills you up with focus and energy so that you can now take inspired, aligned action toward everything that you dream about. If you loved it, do me a favor and hop over to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. And if you know of anybody who would dig this episode too, share the love. The more people who come into their soul's power with us, the better. Also, if you're craving more energy and connection, come hang with us on Facebook. Search The Chainbreaker Entrepreneur and join us as we support each other on this incredible journey. And finally, if you're wanting to know more about what it looks and feels like to work with me, head to rochellebohannon.com and schedule a breakthrough call. I would love to chat more with you about how I can help you find energy in the overwhelm and take your business to an incredible next level. See you next time.